is The House Call. All right, let's talk Lamar Jackson and this absurd ideology that there's NFL collusion against him. Uh, first off, I want to throw a big shout out to StubHub, Fanatics, Fubo TV, and Liquid IV. Um, let's just get right into it, man. Give, give me your opinion on this whole ideology that the NFL is colluding against Lamar Jackson and that he deserves a $300-plus million guaranteed deal over the course of five years. The NFL, there's always been people that have tried to push the boundaries of NFL contracts. And, you know, I mean, they've grown and grown and grown because the market's gone up. You know, when I think about Lamar, you know, I think – in his mind, he looks at Deshaun Watson and he sees he got this money. I'm better than him. So clearly I should get more money than that. And well, from his side of the view, I, I, I can see that. But I don't think that I don't know if there's people around Lamar that are te- like, telling him the truth. Um, yeah, let's, let's be realistic. I don't think they are. Um, you know, the no agent <laughs> thing is... Is, is weird now look people have had you know gone and not had agents and, and stuff like that uh, i know bobby wagner his third contract he didn't have an agent he did it himself uh but it you know for this scope of a deal i just don't think that there there's a massive difference there's a massive difference in having the nflpa and and representing yourself on a contract deal that's worth nine million and and talking about a contract deal that's worth the upwards of 300 million fully guaranteed like there's no getting that kind of contract without an agent i'm sorry the nflpa cannot cannot support you on that kind of deal but let's talk deshaun watson you know like you know the, the kicker of the kicker the big kicker of it is this i don't know if you saw the reports that came out that he that some a non uh, license, non you know NFL association license member is going to be trying to negotiate with these other teams, probably his mother. And yeah. according to the CBA, that's tampering. It's illegal. You have yeah. to be you license. have to be qualified. You have to be licensed through the NFL. Uh, players association yes yeah, so, so. so the nflpa is representing them now but regardless of that dude let, let's talk let's just talk real real facts here okay deshaun watson pre-contract with cleveland yes he had a lot of controversy and that's why this contract throws up so much stink when you talk about lamar jackson it's just off the simple fact that you know he hadn't played in what two years and then he got this fully guaranteed contract in cleveland but let's be realistic pre controversy Deshaun Watson was a better football player than Lamar Jackson I'm sorry but he was the whole package he could scramble but he really had the arm strength and he made things happen now Lamar Jackson don't get me wrong his legs are absolutely phenomenal and he can run all over the field but ever since his 2019 NFL MVP season he's declined like he and he's played less games in less games like what in let's see here in uh yeah 2021 he played 12 games he completed or he attempted 382 passes completed 246 of them for 2800 yards he had 16 touchdowns and 13 interceptions dude that's that's not that's not 300 million dollar a year or or over five years contract level play and this year he played 12 games for 326 completion or 326 attempts 203 completions for 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. He was on track again to repeat as many interceptions. So, and you look at his NFL MVP season, he played 15 games, he had 401 attempts, 265 completions, 3,127 yards, 36 touchdowns, and six 
interceptions. Now that is MVP, MVP caliber play, but he hasn't done that since. He he just hasn't. He's not come close to that again. You know. Well, like, I mean, I mean, look, there, there's there's a bunch of players out there that have had rocky patches and then come back to have a good ending. Uh, you know, our good years after some bad years. It, it, it is possible. But the question remains, look, tell me a time a quarterback making more than, you know, 12% of the caps is won a Super Bowl. The first time it happened was this year with Patrick Mahomes. And let's be realistic here. I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson, if you're watching this by any chance in the world, but you're not Patrick Mahomes. You're not even close. And that's saying something because I don't like Patrick Mahomes. So for me to put him that far ahead of you, just let you know, you don't deserve Patrick Mahomes money. And quite frankly, Patrick Mahomes was generous enough with the Chiefs organization to spread out his contract over 10 years, and he will rework that a million and a half times. It's not fully guaranteed money over 10 years. Now, yes, it is a lot of money, but it's not fully guaranteed. You're asking for something that's like, oh, I'm the greatest thing to ever put a football helmet on and, and pass the ball out here. Like, that's absurd. Well, I mean, you know, look, there. I mean, I don't know if you remember um, the Steelers running back Bell. You know, he at one point he was the best running back in the league. Mm -hmm. You know, and then he held out, he held out, helped, did play for a season, finally got a contract with the Jets, and it really wasn't, you know, anything crazy. It wasn't an Ezekiel Elliott type of contract, and he was never the same. You know, he was in a system with a coach and a wonderful, great offensive line, and he went to an organization that didn't have any of that. And that was, we never, he kind of faded off into the sunset after that. No one really heard of him. And, you know, if I could tell Lamar anything, he would be, man, look, you know, winning does matter, and the organization, the front office that you go to matters. Uh, bad teams stay bad for those reasons yep exactly yeah. and, and and yeah i agree with that statement and and the ideology that he can just be plug and play in any system is absolutely absurd like the, people don't give harbaugh enough credit the guy won a super bowl with joe flacco like he doesn't need lamar jackson to be successful if he has the right pieces now granted they had ed reed ray lewis we know the stats on that roster we know their defense was stacked but that just proves the point that why pay $300 million for a quarterback when you know you have the coach that can win you a Super Bowl in a different in a different area? And yes, Tyler Huntley did have a little bit of a drop-off, but he's not that much different than Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I, I would push back on that. Tyler Huntley is in no way, shape, or form, not even closer than Lamar Jackson. I think if Lamar had played the last game in the playoffs, they'd have won that game. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, but the, the thing is for me... The, the really part that irks me about Lamar, there's so much unknown because of the fact that, to me, his character comes into question with this whole ordeal. Because if he sits out this next year, they franchise tagged him. No team, let's be realistic, is going to give him two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson. It's not going to happen. Plus, the contract that he wants, they're not going to commit that much. because. Well, I mean, let's, let's, let's just wait. Let's pump the brakes on that. You know, look, these teams are going to get desperate. And, you know, the, the draft's going to come and some team's going to be eyeing a player and they're not going to get it. Or they're going to draft a guy and find out that he sucks. And, you know, Lamar Jackson's going to be starting to look real pretty. I oh. mean, you know, Washington with Sam Howell, you know, I mean, if, if he's not working out and that I'm telling you, Ron is, is, is on the hot seat. He needs to win. And well... Well, the thing with the commanders right now that's such a question mark, dude, is we don't even know what's going to become of that franchise. 
they're up for sale right now. We don't know who the ownership group that's going to take over is going to be. We don't we don't know so much about the commanders. So I take them out of that picture just off the simple fact that there's so much instability there right now that there's probably going to be an entire regime change in the next year or two. There's there's there was instability with the Browns. I mean, Jimmy Haslam is is you know insane, and you know they they got desperate. You know, the, the Deshaun said, I, "I'm good. I'm not coming there." And then he said he made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. Yeah, and Look, could it happen? I think it, I think it's possible. I think Lamar needs to come off of he's got he's gonna come off of, of the money you know and and i heard i heard i saw the tweet something about three years you know 155 million or something 133 million 133 fully guaranteed three years yeah. and it was I a mean, potential to make i think 230 over three years which is absurd money in three years and it wasn't good enough for him and that's absolutely absurd in my mind you know like don't get me wrong if if i am any any so the question mark with Lamar that really that really pushes him away from me. He is very talented. He, he's I'm not taking that away from him. He has the ability to scramble out of the pocket at, at a level that no other quarterback has in the NFL. He has the ability to absolutely dominate teams with his legs. But the problem is is his arm. And if he gets an injury in his career, that's it. It's over. He doesn't bring any pocket presence at all. And he has not adapted to that as he's gotten older in the NFL. So realistically, for him to expect $300 million or $250 million guaranteed or more guaranteed, I don't know exactly what he's searching for, but I think they offered him another contract that was like $223 million, uh, $200 fully guaranteed. I don't know that for a fact, but I've I, I seen, I seen that report. Um, I don't know if that's actually been extended to him. That's just a report that I've seen. But if he's turning down that kind of money, you know, like, dude, you've got to bring something other than your legs to the table because if you don't and you do get injured, which I understand that, you know, that's a that's a what if. But what if, you know, what if you get hurt and a team is stuck with a $300-plus million fully guaranteed deal and they have a roster spot in which is wasted on you and they can't move your cap, your dead cap, that team is essentially screwed for five years or four years or three years, however much is left on your contract. Well, I mean, look, you know, I I, I push back on the not being able to throw. I mean, I I think, I think he is accurate. He he has the talent to be able to hopefully be molded into, you know, I'm not going to say a top five passer, but I think he could be that, you know, 11, 12 mark, and with his legs, you know, he, it, it's dynamic. But can he become more? That's I the just, question. I just don't see it, man. I mean, I'm look, I'm... everyone said the same thing about Jalen Hurts. I mean, I, I'm, I'll be the first to say, I did not think Jalen Hurts was going to become what he became. And watching that Super Bowl, I mean, I was, I was blown away. So it's possible if you've got the drive and the work ethic. But he can't do it. But I just don't think he has the right people around him. I don't know what the issue is in Lamar Jackson's camp, but for me, I can't get on board with him right now. I, I question so many things about him, starting off with his character. Um, at the end of the year, everybody knew he was healthy. He could have played in that game. He decided to sit out. He decided, oh, to, sit, he, he decided to sit out in the playoffs so he could try to secure this contract this offseason and say, oh, no, look, I'm healthy. But in my opinion, if you're a general manager, if you're an owner of a team and you're sitting back and you're looking at Lamar Jackson, your star player, this guy that's searching a contract, a massive deal, 
I don't really like to see you sitting on the sideline not playing in a game in which it matters. Now, I understand, you know, you want a big contract, but, dude, you're getting paid millions of dollars already to play this game right now, here and now. So what happens at the end of your contract? Let's say I offer you $300 million a year. Let's say you get in your last year of your deal, and I don't re-up that. Are you going to sit out, and I'm going to waste all that money in the last year just off the simple fact that you don't want to play because I'm not appeasing you? I'm not giving you what you want? Like, come on, man. That, that's that's a lot of money just to sit around and, and, and throw at a guy like that. If he don't get his way, he's going to pout and sit out. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not paying you that much money to do that. Well, I mean, look, you know, for three years, he died for the cause. You know, he went out there and gave it gave it everything he had, put his body on the line. And Absolutely. I don't I, – I, I truly believe if there is a team that's willing to pay him, I believe that he will give them everything that he has. I don't know how much that is. I really don't know how much it is. And and you if, know, the, I think, the upside, the upside is to the moon. And the downside could, you know, have you in bankruptcy. You know, it, it, it's it's part of the game. You know, are you willing to take the chance and, and yeah. risk I mean, it all? I mean, I mean you know, it, it's, it's a gamble. I mean, let's be realistic here. Cleveland, with this whole Deshaun Watson ordeal, let's be realistic. If it doesn't work out this year, dude, they're going right back to not winning a fucking game in – in years, let's just be realistic. They're they're gonna fall right back off in the Cleveland Browns trench, well, look, it, the, it's, in, it's, the inevitable trench, and just die down there. And it, it it's playoffs or bust. If if they don't make the playoffs, which is going to be very hard to do, not only in that division but in the AFC. And you know, Stefanski, he better get it right because if, if they don't make the playoffs this year. I don't see him being the coach there very long. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't see it happening in Cleveland. You know, and uh, to go back to another guy that gets compared to Lamar all the time, everybody wants to say, oh, Kyler Murray's got all this this money guaranteed to him, but Lamar's better than Kyler. I'm sorry. I agree that – I agree with the statement that right now where we stand, Lamar Jackson is the better quarterback than Kyler Murray. I agree with that statement. I'm not going to deny that. Where we are at right now – he is better than Kyler. However, I think Kyler has a larger upside. The dude has a cannon for an arm. Now, the only thing that brings into question with Kyler is the dude crumbles like bread in pressure moments. Can he Can he figure that out? Uh, I mean, that last playoff game put a, put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. And, you know, with the off-the-field stuff and the studying clause and, you know, that whole, that whole that's another organization that is just, you know, in disarray. You know, they fired their coach, won 12 games one year and gets fired the next year. He's off in some la-la land in Thailand, you know, not answering his phone calls. I mean, I just think that – I think the tension there was just so immense. And now, now D-Hop is, you know, thinking that he's, you know, still Brandy Moss and wants, you know, all this money. And so I don't see it, but God God bless you. And he's amazing. But he's, you know, he's 31 this year, I think. JJ yeah. Watt retires. I mean, they need a lot of help. They, they do. Need they, a lot of they, help. Need, they need a lot of help. But I'm gonna be realistic. Let's go over some la- potential landing spots. Let's say this trade does go through. Uh, Lamar Jackson tweeted out today. I don't know if you've seen it. He actually tweeted out today that he requested on March 2nd a trade from yeah. the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the only teams that I see potentially pursuing him in a trade is possibly the Atlanta Falcons. They need a quarterback really bad, and I think they they crave that old Michael Vick style play. They love that. That was one of their prime times. You know, I think they they long to get back to that. 
I think that would be a good fit for Lamar. However, I just don't see Atlanta giving up that much. Now let's go over some other potential landing spots for him. The Commanders, we went over that one already. They're in disarray as a franchise. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I don't know that I want to land there. Um, because I think he, Lamar is willing to land him wherever they're going to pay him. Right? Well, yeah, wherever they're going to pay him. He, he, he's chasing a paycheck, but let's just be realistic here. That's fine. Let's say you get your paycheck this time and your career crumbles. That's it. You ain't getting another contract. Like, uh, you ain't gonna need one after that. I mean, I mean, but I, you're right. But you know, I think he has this false pretense in his head that he's, you know, the greatest thing to ever hold the football. And I just don't know if his ego can handle it. But let's go over another logical explanation or another logical landing spot, which would be the Indianapolis Colts. And, you know, they have a really high draft pick this year. There's going to be a couple quarterbacks on the board that they might be willing to take a chance on. And I don't know that they're going to move picks for Lamar Jackson because they're already high in the draft and they're probably going to take a Will Levis or an Anthony Richardson in the draft. I just don't see Lamar going there, but I I do think... I I got him taking... I I think Anthony Richardson... I I think what, you know... Here's here's the scenario. The Colts say they take Anthony Richardson, right? And he's no good. They they start him out playing. He's no good. And Jim Irsay is tired of losing. Now say week three, week four, Lamar's, you know, still sitting there, not playing. Could could you then see them maybe give a call to the give a call over and say, hey, what can we do? I could see a situation like that right before the debt, you know, free agency deadline. We'll see. The real question, I think, uh, so I think what the owners of of all these teams that possibly could pursue Lamar Jackson, I think what they're going to do, I think they're going to play this by by ear almost. I think they're going to go through the draft, like you said, and I think they're going to roll through a couple weeks. If Lamar Jackson sits out, that's a very bad look on him. Uh, They have a franchise tag on him. He's going to play in Baltimore probably at the beginning of the season. If he decides to sit out, and not play for Baltimore, I really do think that's going to hurt his value in terms of what other teams are willing to give him. Going back to the question of the character, if this guy's unhappy, he's obviously going to be a problem in an organization. He's not going to be an asset. So I think, you know, you have to really establish early if you're Lamar Jackson, hey, I don't want to be here in Baltimore. I want to be traded, but For whatever teams are pursuing me, this is what I can provide for you. And I think he really needs to establish off to the races at the beginning of the season, this is what I am. I am not this guy that has a weak arm. I'm not this guy that is a run-first style quarterback. If he can prove that to teams, I think they'll be highly more inclined to take a chance on him than if he sits out and says, I'm not playing. I don't got to prove nothing. I'm an MVP. You know, me and Cam are going to go kick it at the bar over here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, look, uh, I, if he's if no one picks him up, I I don't think he's going to play. Uh, just following the, the past, you know, people who hold out, I don't think he'll play. Um, I definitely don't think he'll be at camp. I definitely don't think he'll go to OCAs. He might, he might. I don't know. He, he went, you know, he went last year and didn't really do anything, but I don't think he will. But. I mean, technically speaking, they're not going to franchise him twice. That'd be like a sixty-something million dollar franchise tag. They're not going to do it. So, either someone picks him up, and he, you know, and he gets paid, or he doesn't get paid. And after next year, they cut him. Well, I'll be honest with you. If you want to play the long game, and 
you're the Baltimore Ravens. I know this this will go this will fuel the collusion talk if I say this. I know it will. I know it'll fuel it. And people say, why are you thinking like that? But if Lamar Jackson's gonna be petty and sit out for a year, okay, cool. Franchise tag him. And then franchise tag him again. He sits out two years. He's probably not gonna be the best quality quarterback for another team. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I mean I think at that point they 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 would the organization would just understand like hey we're not going to get anything for this guy let's just cut our losses because they're not going to pay him sixty something million dollars to not play. I mean you're right you're absolutely right but if you feel like you could move him if if you are the Baltimore Ravens and you feel like in that second year you know obviously teams are going to pay a little bit less for him but if you can really feel like you could move him for some low quality assets. I think that's worth the the trade versus just cutting your losses and letting them walk in free agency and letting another team rob you blind. Like you've invested now, I know Lamar's not going to see it this way, but you've invested so much in this asset already to develop him into the player that he is. And without you, he would have never had this opportunity. Honestly, like if he yeah, would have went, I mean, look, it's, it's the name of the game is winning, and they're not going to like. I think this offseason should give us a good indication of how they really feel about Lamar. Do they take a, a flyer on a, you know, second or third round QB? You know, could there be, you know, one of these guys, you know, the Max Duggins of the world or, you know, the Stetson Bennett's of the world out there that they take a flyer on the second or third round and, you know, and see what happens. If they do something like that, I think, well, I think it'll make things a lot worse with Lamar. But at the same time, I think that'll kind of show you where their head's at. They're yeah. already planning for the inevitability that they are going to move on from it. But, I mean, I think they're going to have to come off the, the two first-rounders. And somebody's going to have to get, you know, I don't know, whoever's talking with Lamar or who is talking to these teams for him or if he's doing it. But, you know, he's going to have to – I think over time he will see that this – Pipe dream of getting this Deshaun Watson S deal is probably not going to happen. Not saying that it won't, but unlikely. And once that happens, once those points start to come together, I I do believe he wants to play football. I think at the end of the day, he loves the game, he loves to play, and he's going to want to play. So yeah, will not. we get will we get to a point, whether it be at the beginning of next year or sometime this off season, that he kind of comes down to earth a little bit and you know, and someone, you know, because if you could get him on a, you know, 45, even a $50 million deal, but, you know, let's say half of it guaranteed, even if even if it's a $230 million, like a, a Russell Wilson-esque type of deal, you know, maybe they go for that. You know, I mean, but when that happens, and you do that, then it's the gamble, you know, is, is he going to, is he going to really be all in? And I, I do think that he would be, but the health comes into it and the off the coaching. Who's going to be his offensive coordinator? What type of style of offense are they going to, are they going to try to institute? You know, a, a passing kind of offense that Shanahan, you know, West Coast style. Or are they going to do what they did in Baltimore? You know, that that's really going to be the real question. And and who the hell is he going to be throwing? Yeah, that's a that's a huge one too. Um, Everybody wants to discredit Mark Andrews and say that he's, Lamar he's and, the best in the game. And, and say that Lamar Jackson hasn't had anybody to throw to in his career. But I'm sorry, I can't I can't do Mark Andrews that injustice and say that he's not great. He is 
arguably the second best tight end in the league. The only guy that would really compare to him is when he gets used as a as a receiving tight end is George Kittle. And unfortunately, George Kittle's in an offense where he's asked to block a lot more than Mark Andrews is in Baltimore. But Mark Andrews is is nothing to to you know bat your eyes at. That guy is a monster. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, he's 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 fantastic, and you know, he's he's in the later part of his career. But you know, they they you know, the Bateman's he's all right. He, he's not bad, um, but they haven't had like. You know, a really big other than uh, what's his name? Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood, but he's small, he's a smaller guy. I mean, I remember that first game he was there and they caught that, you know, he that big touchdown pass. And I said, Oh, Lord, here we go, you know, but he couldn't stay on the field, couldn't stay healthy, yeah. So, can, well, I think, can they get him a good, young, big body receiver? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's possible, but I, so many times last year, uh, I know, I understand he was hurt knee problems or whatever but i watched him make these most spectacular you know crazy throws with like these you know a, a seven yard out or just this little hitch route and it just sails right over the guy's head you know he, the, the layups he misses yeah and, and that that worries me yeah i mean you can't you can't like I think another thing that's going to hurt him too, and I, I hate to really say, I really hate to kind of like put this, you know, thought out into the world because I don't, I don't know if this is just coincidence or if this is, you know, uh, indicative of the top, the type of play. But like when you look at the the Lamar Jacksons, the Deshaun Watsons, the Kyler Murrays, that play style is, it's not working out for a lot of teams. They're paying these guys a lot of money. They're sure they can put, you know, butts and seats in the stadium. They could sell a lot of jerseys, but they're not winning a whole lot of playoff games. You know, like Patrick Mahomes, I used to think he was in that category. Patrick Mahomes has proven to me now that he's not in that kind of category. The guy, is, he's, he has the ability to shoot out with the best of them. And yes, he's had a lot of weapons, and, but his field vision is absolutely insane. And he proved to me this year playing hurt with that hurt ankle and not being able to move with his legs that he has a pocket presence. And I, I respect him for that, you know, and it really solidifies to me, you know, like you were talking about Jalen Hurts. I agree with you that when he was at Alabama, he was a liability with his arm and, and kind of sort of the same way at Oklahoma. And I didn't really see him doing anything in Philadelphia. Well, they don't, he, they don't, they don't play defense in Oklahoma. So yeah. But yeah, but he, he really, he really proved me wrong this year, you know, and I, I'm, I'm glad he did because I really like Jalen hurts and I really, and I really like the projections of where he is going as a player. I think he's a very smart guy. I think he has a lot of upside potential. Coach's son. Yep. Coach's son. And I can't but wait. All the reports I read about him is that, you know, he's he's the strongest guy pound for pound on the team and he works harder than anyone there. He's you know, he's he's an overachiever. And if you ever when I watch his interviews, that dude is like got Smart. ice water in his veins, yeah, stone cold. It reminds me a lot of Nick Saban, you yeah. know. And that, he's he's very smart too. The guy yeah. is very smart. And but anyways, going back to the conversation, you know, like the the Lamar Jacksons of the world they don't really fit that mold in my eyes. They're not, a, they don't, he doesn't fit into the Jalen Hurts mold. He doesn't fit into the Patrick Mahomes mold. You know, he's not a Joe Burrow. He's not, he's not like even Trevor Lawrence has really taken a step up and, and is playing a different style of football and, and is really proving people wrong. But I just don't, I've, I've never personally bought into the scramble first kind of quarterbacks. Like Michael Vick did it for a long time, had a lot of success, but never won a ring. 
You know, he was probably the greatest quarterback to ever do it. He he he's the one that sent the game in that direction, but he never won a ring. And at well, the end I mean, of the, I, the 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 I think with the Shanahan offense and that West Coast side, what we've gravitated towards is it's scramble to throw. If you're a scramble to throw kind of quarterback, that that works. But the ones that are scramble to run, that's when you run into the issues. And he has been more of a scramble to run. You know, one one read, two read, I'm gone. You know, yeah. but you see these guys, these these sets and Bennett's and the Mister Irrelevance, and you know these guys. They're even Mahomes. Mahomes is a prime example. He doesn't scramble around to run down the field. He scrambles around to throw the ball. Yeah, to create to create some sort passing of time. Yeah, yeah, time and passing lane. And honestly, I used to, I you know you know me. I used to be the biggest Mahomes hater in the world. But really, this year he proved to me that you know I still don't think he's the greatest quarterback in the NFL. I think that's Joe Burrow, personally. Joe Burrow has owned Patrick Mahomes every single time they've played, even in the game where the referees were absolutely aiding Patrick Mahomes in every aspect of the game. Joe Burrow was still keeping up with him. And, you know, but not to say that Patrick Mahomes is not, you know, the guy. He's got two Super Bowl rings, can't take that away from him. He's very successful as a, as a quarterback, and I really like the style of play that he brings to the field. And I really think that he's a great on-field leader. Um, but the question, the question for Lamar Jackson is, can he become a Patrick Mahomes, or is he going to be, you know, uh, let's let's just say, is he going to be, you know, another Deshaun Watson kind of character, minus all the controversy? I hope, I hope, Lamar, if you ever watch this, please, God, don't go to any massage parlors. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I have never heard a bad thing about him as a person off the field. Ever gotten any trouble? Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't, in- I don't think. I don't think he's a bad dude. I think. I think that he's in a place where he doesn't have people around him telling him the God's honest truth. Yeah, I, I, I'm know? not. I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning Lamar's man. Um, obviously. You know he's very he's very well kept together. Um, you know to to be thrust into this sort of uh, sort of stardom at a very young age, very early in the NFL. He's handled. They told him they told him he was going to be a wide receiver. Yeah, you know? he, and he, he was like, "F that, watch yeah, me." <laughs> yeah, and and he's been very successful. I'm not I'm not trying to discredit him in any way, shape, or form on his accomplishments. I'm just simply trying to argue the point that he's not worth three hundred million dollars a year as a quarterback, and that's I just. Mean, I mean, not not three hundred million dollar contract at a year, but yeah. well, no, no. Overall, yeah. Sorry, I, if I said a year, forgive me. I meant you know a three hundred million dollar contract. I mean, look. I mean, even if it, it, maybe a, a three hundred million dollar contract, but not fully guaranteed. Yeah, you're tripping. I, I would yeah, agree. I would agree. I would agree to some terms like that. If you wanted a three hundred million dollar contract over five years, and you agreed to one hundred fifty of it, one hundred fifty million of it guaranteed up front. And then the rest was incentive pay. I would agree to a contract like that because if you have so much faith in yourself, then then go get the money, and I would happily pay that for you. I, I would. I if I'm a if I'm a GM and I'm a team owner, I would absolutely agree to terms on a deal like that with Lamar Jackson. I do think that he is worth the money if it's incentive based. I don't think he's worth the money fully guaranteed because it's too much risk to reward ratio, in my opinion. Um, I mean, look okay, at the end of the day, the NFL is a business. Exactly. It is a business. And when you, <laughs> these guys didn't become billionaires by just blowing money on, on yes. stupid, on stupid investments. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I hate to put it out there in, in the world as, you know, a bad aura, 
but God forbid he signs his contract day one, tears his Achilles. It's over. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or God forbid he tears his ACL and MCL at the same time. It's over. His scrambling ability, done. And now you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, oh, God. Well, I mean, look, people, I mean, the ACL stuff uh, and Achilles stuff, I mean, he might lose his step. But, you know, maybe maybe that would force him to really work on that, that pocket presence game because he, he, he can come back. I mean, Adrian Peterson tore his ACL, MGL, nine months later, comes back, wins the MVP. So it, it is possible. But you're talking you're, about – You're talking about – I'm just saying modern medicine with the way it is now, if he were to get injured, I think he, he would come back. He could bounce back. But, you know, he's I got mean, to – He's got to perfect that other part of his game because one way or another, Thomas, Father Tom will catch up. And if yeah. he wants to play into his 30s and get that third contract, you know, like your Brady's and your Rogers's and your Breeze's and the Manning's. Your Burrow, then, your Lawrence, your your Mahomes, well, I mean, you know, those guys. Still, yeah, but, you know, Lawrence and Burrow are still on their first contract. But if they want to play into their 30s, they have to protect themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and that's what I was saying. I was I was foreshadowing that those kind of the play style that they have, you know, yeah. more than likely those guys will be playing in their 30s. Um, I, I think for me, the biggest thing with Lamar's game, you know, is it's the it's the the instability, it's the ups and downs, you know, and with the with the athletes that are starting to get drafted on the defensive side of the ball. You know, you're starting to see a lot more guys run 4-4, 4-3, 4 40s you know. And if we start stacking up on DBs that are like this in the NFL, I'm sorry, Lamar, but your ability, if you tear your ACL or MCL or something like that, you still, you might lose a step and be faster than most people. But when you run into these really skilled DBs that have the speed to hang with you, it, it's, it's going to hurt when they knock your head clean off your shoulders. Like, that's just, that's where that's going to be. No, I mean, with, you know, with the way the rules are going, you know, I mean, yeah, it'd probably be a flag, fifteen yeah, I mean, yard penalty. Yeah, you touch a guy wrong, but I mean, look, it's more of a just wait and see what happens for now. Yeah, I mean, all this talk, you know, it's getting to the point like like Aaron Rodgers, like he's the point I'm tired of hearing about it. Like he's gonna do whatever the hell he's gonna do, and we're gonna see how it plays out. Yeah, and then honestly. We're talk about it. Yeah, honestly, with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, you know, he says he's going to play for the Jets. The Jets say he's going to play for the Jets, but they're not paying what the Green Bay Packers are asking for him. And essentially, the Green Bay Packers are running up on that moment, too, where we were just talking about paying a guy so much money and and not having him play, you know, so. Well, they already paid the guy, so. Yeah, so it's, it's getting to the point where you need to get something for it, and I think their asking price will come down. I think the Packers will eventually cave in. I think they'll come down off their ayahuasca, and I think they'll, they'll make the move. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, after the draft, I think we'll see some things shake out. Teams are going to kind of know where they're at. Um, quarterback, we'll, we'll know where these big-name quarterbacks are going, and um, – I don't foresee uh, us really getting any big news until then. I don't it's coming up. You know, training camp hasn't even, you know, OTAs, that stuff's so far out right now. So, you know, we're we're going to get there. And I think we'll, we'll these storylines get capped off. But, you know, God, God help these, these guys. And I, I hope that they get what they want. And it'd be weird to see. Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform, you know, and <laughs> following in the footsteps of old Daddy Favre. And, 
Yeah, and in, you know, 20, we'll see. in, in 2045, we'll see Jordan Love in the Jets. You know, yeah. the, the, the price will continue. Uh, <laughs> I did see a report today, too, where Meek Mill apparently uh, texted Robert Kraft and said, hey, Lamar wants to be a Patriot. And Robert Kraft responded with, that's Bill's decision. <laughs> and, you know, quite frankly, Bill's not going to pay you, Lamar. So if you want to be a Patriot, go ahead and get that out of your mind. That ain't happening. Uh, he he didn't pay Tom Brady. He sure as hell ain't paying you. Um, <laughs> you know, see, we'll see. We'll see how much longer Belichick's there. He better he better get his act together. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I I'm I'm a firm believer that Billy, old Billy Belichick, there he, he secured his spot for as long as he wants it. You can't really say no to a guy that won you six Super Bowl rings as much as you dislike him sometimes and as much as you don't agree with him guy got you six rings and he he, he took your franchise and he ran it through the roof and price value so you kind of got to take his yeah, opinion well into you know yeah you can take that opinion all you want but I'm telling you right now you don't you, you keep not making the playoffs we'll see how long that lasts it's been three years since Brady left and we made the playoffs once okay we've had two non-playoff years in in three so realistically it's not yeah, and we're not going to mention the name of joe judge and mike fish are we no we're not we're not going to talk about yeah. mike we're not going to talk we about, want to talk about somebody on some ayahuasca <laughs> buildings yeah. and drug yeah. tests honestly yeah, yeah we're not we're not good gonna... life crisis i mean what's this guy doing jesus christ yeah we're Look, not gonna matt patricia yeah, we're not offensive coordinator yeah yeah it's a horrible call matt patricia you're a horrible coach i don't know why in the hell you're in the nfl um <laughs> realistically it's awful you've never impressed me your stints in new england were a joke your stint in detroit was an absolute disgrace and then offensive coordinator last year dude just just go home just just go home eat eat a a honey bun or something dude watch the games from your tv like the rest of us because you sure as fuck don't belong on the field (laughs) that's just how i feel about that well yeah it's gonna be an interesting year dude i'm excited i'm pumped yeah, me as well. We'll see what let's see how it shakes out. Uh, let's keep let's keep draft coverage going. Let's see let's see how the draft turns out. Let's see who takes who. I think we're gonna see some sneaky picks. Uh, I'm really curious to see what Arizona does, and I'm really that curious. Number three pick, baby. Yep, and I'm really curious to see what uh, the Colts who the Colts take, and I'm curious to see where Stetson Bennett goes in this draft. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that that number three pick that that's kind of like the dark horse. Is it gonna be Arizona or is it gonna be somebody else? Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just don't know anybody willing to pay the price to get up that high. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, do, do, does a team believe there's talent there at that three spot that's worth trading away the future for? Uh, so we'll, we'll see well, I mean, as we go forward. Look, we watch teams do it all the time. Draft these guys that they have, you know, they, they fall in love with a guy and he sucks. And they're stuck <laughs> with him. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does happen all the time. I'm Nikhil Harry. Thank you. Thank you for your stint in New England. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chicago Bears, you know, they, they can't draft a quarterback to save their lives, but we'll see how it feels with us. We'll see if he can make some improvements, but. Same player as Lamar. Same player as Lamar. In baseball as well. We got a lot of really good teams in the AL East. I'll start with the non-biased AL East, AL East man on this one. Joe, 